You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wilde. And we are very excited because we have a visitor hanging out with us today in the studio. Yes, we do. Very, very, very beautiful visitor. I wish we had video. This is so silly. I was going to say, it's a a shame for us that we don't have the cameras rolling. It's a shame for everybody because what a feast for the eyes this is. (laughs) We have the very beautiful and lovely Amy Osborne, who is a singer, hanging out with us today. We're just going to just chit-chat. How are you? Welcome. Thank you. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Amy's like my my niece, my baby, my (laughs) everything. Um, When Zach got the gig with Ozzy, Amy was three years old. And oh my gosh. So we've I've been in love with Amy since, you know, for a minute there. We're not gonna age anybody, but just my family. So I'm Wouldn't it be so funny if we did this podcast with your kids, with Amy and Frankie in here, and they could all just talk shit about us? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. So funny. Oh my God. How are you? How are you I'm, doing? I'm good. Yeah, I I remember when I was really little, I just was so mesmerized by Barbara Ann, because I just thought she was like this, like my, my my Barbie doll best friend, like a Aww. land mermaid or something. She was like this American blonde haired, beautiful, young. Like I was completely just mesmerized. Well, that's so. exactly how I feel every time I see her. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's so funny. When I first got to meet Amy, it was when Zach was doing his introduction to the world as Ozzy's guitarist. Sharon had organized a big press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe and there was a photo shoot at Mark Weiss's studio beforehand and Amy was with Sharon and Ozzy and she was three and I was so excited because I had no interest in being at the press conference or anything I was just like I got coloring books and crayons and I'm like Amy come with me to the hotel and I, I'm Sharon was like you can take her if you want do you really not want to go I'm like I'm I'm one of seven kids so I was like I'd much rather be with Amy than you know all the fanfare of the music stuff and so we just like you know hit it off famously since then and whenever I could I'd grab her and take her to the house for a weekend or whenever we could yeah it was like you know it was kind of like you could tell the nanny to go home Sharon I'll I'll be with the kids (laughs) I remember it really well especially the coloring books and like the the slumber parties and I think was it your niece Melanie yes yeah my niece Melanie so I was like in heaven because I was hanging out with like these big Big girls girls. (laughs) yeah Yeah, and I'd watch them like get ready and you know I always had really short dark hair and I used to beg my mom I was please just get me a blonde wig my mom's like I'm not buying you a blonde wig (laughs) I was like I "I just want to be like all of these pretty girls and I had like a Ringo Starr haircut and so that's what you used to say all the time why do you why mom why do you make me have a Beatles haircut (laughs) (laughs) 
so funny. She's like, and this will make you your would... hair thicker and longer when you're older. And I'm like, I want it now. So, yeah. It's so cute because you're such a mix of your parents. Like, I see both of them in you, but a lot of your mom. I get both, but I definitely have my dad's hair. Uh-huh. You, it's funny because I do see your mom for sure. But what's so crazy is that if you look at old pictures of Ozzy's older children, uh-huh. you would think on the one cover, which which album cover is it that Lewis is on? Uh, uh, is it Blizzard? Maybe is it Diary of a Madman? Diary, of, and it looked exactly like Amy when she was little. I oh, mean, wow. she definitely has the Osborne genetic, yeah, you know, yeah. genetics, and your your little niece. Uh, uh, Andy yeah, is yeah. such an Osborne. Yeah, but, you see that for um, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. His genetics are so strong. But yeah, I mean, it's the naughty smile. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I always said that to your mom too. Like they never really, you know, pegged your dad in Black Sabbath era as like the babe. But he, was you know, what I think handsome. in retrospect, it's good that they didn't because I think it just, <laughs> just would your life. have been a lot more hard work than it already was. <laughs> so, you know, it's very funny. I mean, you, you know, so I'm, I wanted to talk to you about your music mm. because I think that you know, once you see you talking about looks, it's mesmerizing just to look at you. But your voice, I mean, I don't know where that came from because when you were little, you would put on little piano shows and oh yeah, do, do you I remember was, clown oh, mischief? Yeah. I just, I remember, I just remember, I was driving on the way here and I was thinking like, oh my God, I was such an obnoxious child because I was always putting on like dance performances, shows, this, that, dressing up, putting characters on. I mean, I was a handful and I was thinking like, no, you were, it it was so amazing to watch you. I thought, I thought Amy's going to be the first British, female British president or um, in America or, or, you know, like I, you just were so, I mean, you lit up the room and you were so articulate and knew you had such direction and drive. And it's funny because Haley Ray was a lot like that when Mm. she was little too, where you guys just like were like took over whatever room you walked into. And then it kind of like, you kind of decided to like go do your own thing for a little bit and you, you know, we didn't get to see you for a while where you were just Mm. more, you became a little bit more introverted, I think. Yeah, I think it was more of a a survival response. Um, (laughs) At at that point, I think I was pretty overwhelmed with, uh, I went through many years just not really knowing how to navigate the realities of my family situation. So I kind of struggled with that a bit and kind of went more introverted. And that is definitely a strong part of my personality as well as the um, you know, a little bit shy. It's weird because it's it's almost like opposite. I'm surprised I'm not like a Gemini in a way. But um, yeah, I think it, a lot of that too was just teenage angst as well. I, I definitely stayed in my room for a couple of years listening to music and, you know, writing what I thought was the most amazing poetry of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what music did you listen to at that time? Like, were you influenced by your parents' music, no. your dad's music? or No, because I think, you know regardless of the parents that you're kind of born into having, you're always going to want to rebel in a way, Mm, even if it's subconscious. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was completely just in awe of all that my parents have been able to achieve and do. And I loved kind of observing all of that. But my kind of musical influences were very much more in like a British 90s kind of like Massive Attack, Porter's Head, Tricky, all that kind of, they call it like the Bristol sound because there's this one area in England where they all kind of came from at the same time, kind of Mm. like Seattle in the 90s, Mm, similar kind mm -hmm. of concept. So I kind of 
really got lost in that world. And I used to just spend hours watching hundreds of independent films on the Sundance channel. And I was kind of more in the like esoteric stuff as well. It was really fascinating to me. And I read a lot and I didn't really have an easy time at school when we moved here. So I kind of, I guess, created my own curriculum in a lot of ways and kind of like just went off into my own world, really. Mm-hmm. So, My daughter is kind of similar too. It's, I think, you know, like growing up around so much like we call our house the Clark clown house because (laughs) you never know who's here you never know what's happening Mm. it's always music is always madness there's always a million things going on at once and it's such a whirlwind Mm. that she kind of had to find her own little world within that you know and just kind of did her own thing and yeah that's always tricky well I think too when your parents are crazy yeah. rock and roll yeah. people you rebel by being really straight you rebel the yeah. opposite like my yeah. kids rebelled and became like scholarly all of them totally. were like super smart and Haley ray is really musical but she totally decided like when zach was in his worst moments she decided she was having nothing to do with music she stopped yeah. playing piano and so i think it's you know mm. when most kids rebel the other way but i think your life was so busy and so much going on and and just so much craziness but you know it probably was nice to have quiet or a moment away and 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 go inward a little bit yeah I really craved that and then when my um family kind of headed down a different direction with the show that's when I kind of really got to be by myself probably a little bit uh prematurely than most uh people would agree with but it's that's kind of just the way it went and so I um that's when I really started to kind of explore more of the things that I really connected with as far as influence. And so did was... you not do the show because you, you just, it, it was where you were at in your, in your own person or you, was it more of a shyness thing or not wanting to be on camera or was it just, you just wanted to remove yourself from it? Mm, I think for me, as you said before, I, and I don't know why, but I always knew exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it and what that looked like and all of that kind of stuff really early doing the show wasn't really in alignment with how I wanted to go about proceeding as an artist and also for me I'd grown up with a really well-known father not so much a mother when I was a child but any sense of privacy that I could hold on to was very precious for me and I understood that really early and um, just completely exposing all of that because once you do that you really there's no turning back you're kind of Mm-hmm. that's it you're fair game yeah so I always had a very strong sense of kind of protecting that and um that was kind of the 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 big difference for how I saw it and how my family at the time saw it as well you know in retrospect I think maybe you know maybe things would have gone a little different but had they realized just what reality tv can do but yeah it's a dangerous thing and I think it's kind of proven now over and over again with all the different shows that have come since then that yeah. it, it can really it can really destroy a person and, and it's oh, yeah. and it's that's never anyone's intention but you know your your private life is something to treasure and protect in my opinion right not necessarily um, fully expose I mean it's pretty incredible that you had the foresight I know it's so mature your family were the first. Yeah. yeah. So were, for yeah. you to to know that or to have a sense of that or an inkling of that in your being from such a little person, I mean, because you were only a, a young teenager mm. at the time, too. Yeah. And, and I mean, I remember when that whole thing exploded, it was just overnight, you know, couldn't 
get your father or the band in Rolling Stone and then overnight they were like beating the door down to be yeah. on the cover you know so it was like right. everything just changed in a minute it felt like yeah. anyway it right was pretty in- it was it was instant and I and there is no way that I think either one of my parents predicted that it was going to be quite like that I think they thought you know it would obviously target my dad's fan base and be funny and you know maybe get some other people that were curious interested but no one in a million years thought it was going to take over the way it did yeah, so. it's it's really interesting because like over the years with our family also we've been asked to do reality shows here and there and I've our daughter Frankie's like you she's they kind of remind me of each other mm-hmm. she's also very kind of shy and quiet but she's also a musician and uh, she always would say even at a young age hell no yeah <laughs> I don't want to be on camera I don't want any of that kind of stuff around me and it's interesting because your mom and I I don't know if you know this but your mom and I worked on a, a reality show together. Was it Charm? Charm School. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I visited the set once at, what's that big, beautiful house in yes. Silver Lake? Yeah, uh, that, uh, the Michael Torino house, I think it's called. Uh, where everyone gets married there. Yeah. And yeah. there's events. Yeah. Yeah, it was that, that big mansion. Yeah, yeah. I think it used to be an old convent, and I heard when I was there that it was completely haunted. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> My friend got married there, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Wow, yeah, really there were some vibes in there. Oh, yeah, sure. you feel it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. feel it. I was in my dressing room one day all by myself, and I was like, oh, God, yeah, this something's going on in here. Totally, you feel wow. it. You would love it, Bart. I, I actually would There's probably tons be really of stories into it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, didn't it's actually, you, I didn't know that's where you filmed. One wh- of the, oh, this was really crazy. The makeup artist came up to me one day and she goes, take a look at this picture. And she took, she snapped a picture of herself because she felt the presence next to her. And she snapped a picture of herself in my dressing room. And there was a man standing her, a ghostly figure. You could see a ghostly figure of a man standing next to her. And I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. That's craziness. (laughs) Yeah, it was complete madness. But the point I was trying to make was I had never done reality TV before. Mm. And I did the show just because I thought it was kind of funny because it was, you know, it was a spinoff of the Brett Michaels uh, Rock of Love. And I was like, it's the genre that we are all kind of in. And I thought it'd be funny. And your mom was involved and Ricky Merrickman was involved and I thought it was funny but being on that show I was only on it one season and which was like I don't know 10 episodes and then the next thing I know I have a stalker I have oh wow yeah I have people driving me crazy writing horrible things about me oh yeah it's awful it's awful and people forget that you're you're human god that man was terrifying there was aussies had many (laughs) over the years and i'm sure i would send the teeth and oh yeah he would draw diagrams of like oh god he thought he this was crazy it went on he thought he was ozzy was god and zach was jesus no (laughs) no who was it who was it look that actress i think she was on dallas or something oh Linda Gray. No, uh, it was a Lind. Oh, what was it? Oh, she Lonnie Anderson yes! was Zach's mother, <laughs> and Ozzy was this God. Guy had a creative mind. Ozzy was God. Lonnie Anderson was the mother, and Zach was the second coming. Zach was Jesus, which of course Zach Amazing. loved everything well, Zach, about that. Zach probably uh, said, it, "Dear and Lord," you're right. <laughs> and and was so crazy because 
it was before, well before the TV show. God only knows what happened after the TV show. But what was so cool is that I didn't know that whole time that all of that craziness was going on. And of course, I've always loved you. And I've always, you know, we've always had a relationship, whatever's been going on with yeah. everything around your whole world. But and I knew from when you were little that you played piano and you sang and you danced and you did little plays. You used to put little plays on for us all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Zach always little talks about He's like... Ask Amy about clown mischief. You had this like <laughs> p- piano performance m- solo thing that you did and you called it and we all had to sit and buy tickets and sit and watch you play. And it, it was fantastic. It was in, in the England house, in the house in England, in Buckinghamshire. But it was so funny because Zach came home. He was with your dad one night and your father had played him a demo of your very early music that right. you were doing. And... Zach came home and he was like, Barb, have you heard Amy sing as of late? And I go, no. And he said, Ozzy played me this recording. And he kept saying to me, what do you think, Zach? Do you think it's good? And Zach was, it, Zach was blown away. I mean, he's like, I always knew she was a force, but her voice and your voice is so incredible because it's like, did you know of Nika Costa? It's so funny. Her name through the years always comes up because there's always like someone around me or a friend of a friend that's like, oh, you should work with Nika Costa and her husband, blah, blah, blah. It, 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 through the Justin. years, it always comes up. So, yeah. Your yeah. voice, your phrasing, has, it's reminiscent to me of her. Like, it remind, I loved her. Right. You have that attitude and that phrasing, but you don't, your music doesn't sound like her music. But it, yeah. it's funny because... I was listening to it and I was like, oh my God, it reminds me of Nika Costa because like one of my favorite artists and she was on A&M and I was on it. I worked for A&M. So I like from early on. Right. And Zach was just so blown away. And then we got lucky enough to see your showcase, you know, a couple of years ago. And same thing like Frankie, whereas like I knew what you sounded like because I heard the recordings and they blew me away and I love the songs. But then when I saw you perform, I was so like your persona knowing you as a person is so different than your presence when you sing. Same thing like Frankie. Right, right. And you're you have that melancholy like your dad, but you are your own person and your voice is just so classically beautiful. But I'm in awe. It was it's just <laughs> really you. I mean honestly, and yeah. it's not just because I love you. I mean you are just spectacular in every way it's so good i she, she re, kind of reminds me of like a young kate bush kind of that's funny Zach yeah. loves kate bush but her voice is just like out of this world and how did you decide to call it aro well it's, it's actually arrow it's my initials it's so funny because i always knew that i was musically inclined and you know i really struggled with dyslexia and add and all these other things at school so the things i naturally had I guess a lot more ease focusing on and interest were always the more creative things. But I, I kept it a sec- like kind of hidden and a secret for a long time um, that I could sing or wanted to because I just, I don't know, in a way I guess I was worried about how that would be perceived and if I'd even ever be taken seriously because of yeah. my, my dad. Right, yeah. Um, so I, I really, I kind of I kept it, like really close to my own heart for a long time. And there's still an element of that that I I don't think I've really let go of, that I'm not 
I don't think I'll ever be fully, fully comfortable with it in this really yeah. weird way. Yeah. Uh, so Frankie's the exact same way. With Frankie, she's got this whole her dad and Guns N' Roses and that whole thing. And so she always gets that. Yeah. She gets it all the time. And yeah. and, and they always want to like compare her to the other girls, Duff's daughter and and, yeah, yeah. and Slash's kids. And, you know, so she, she goes up against that quite a bit. And she wants like absolutely nothing to do with any yeah. of it. She just wants to be her own thing, which I always feel like it's it's such a blessing. And then it's also such a curse too. It's oh, so yeah. double-edged. I think it's it's something that for me, I'm always trying to figure out how to navigate, especially, you know, I've done interviews, which I'm, you know, happy to do. And you get in an interview and then you realize, oh, they're not interested in anything yeah. that I'm yeah. doing right now. They just yeah. want to know stuff about my family. And right. in my position, I'm like, isn't there enough? Don't people know enough? Like there was a reality. Right. My, parents, <laughs> my parents are very it's open. There. Yeah, yeah. Like you can pretty much figure out anything. Just <laughs> right. Google it. Um, yeah. So that can be a little frustrating, but naturally, of course, it's, it's interesting because it's unusual and, you know, my yeah. dad is so loved and he's had the most amazing career and continues to. So obviously that is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm always trying to kind of make peace with that and find different ways to navigate through it where it feels sure fair to me and to the person that's naturally going to have that curiosity so mm -hmm. it just takes fine-tuning and you know there are some days where I'm just like oh for god's sake please just yeah can we talk about something else yeah, right, or, you right. Know, <laughs> it is what it is yeah. there could be way worse things you know true and true. you have new that is music true. coming yeah, yeah I have new music coming um this year so I've been trying to keep busy with that last year was a bit of a disaster for everyone everyone yeah yeah so. yeah. yeah I know do you have shows? I don't have shows set yet. Yeah. Um, that'll be a bit later in the year. But, Which is um, good because honestly, they keep booking shows and I then know. keep canceling it's them. So it's like so devastating. Yeah. I, I have friends that are about to go on tour. Yeah. They're in, you know, really successful bands and this and that. And they're so excited and blah, blah. And I'm just kind of like keeping yeah. my fingers crossed because I can hear in their voice as excited as they are. They're also like, if I feel like if another tour gets canceled, right. it's going to snap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh -huh. I mean, it's, it's crazy and it's like a mental torture experience yeah well it's really tough for uh, for artists because this is what they do they travel mm -hmm. and they play and mm -hmm. they have to be in crowds right so it's, it's so really it's especially hard on the families that we have to we have them home all the time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah not used to that <laughs> no not at all <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's been very interesting but like i have it with both with both gilby and frankie and like frankie she's young and her band got signed right before the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and then everything stopped they couldn't go on tour they couldn't mm. no, and nothing you know she's at a complete standstill so i get it but are you finding ways to still be creative you're doing videos yeah. and writing yeah writing that started up again a couple of the people that i wrote with last year ended up taking some tours in between so there was do a you want a tour you know i do i i wouldn't say i'm like the type of person that wants to go on some crazy, like debaucherous tour, you know, I'd, it would be, you know, my version of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little, probably a little boring behind the scenes, but right. um, yeah, I really do. I do. Cause I kind of feel like, well, my album came out in 2020, which is, you know, yeah, a it was a <laughs> interesting time. Yeah. Uh, so there was no touring around that, which was a shame. I did get to play a couple of shows and I tried to get into the whole, you know, like online show thing and, and some people really executed that well, but I think after, you know, the initial kind of phase of that, 
people realize, yeah, this is, this mm. sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you know, yeah. people did what they had to do, but there's just, you can't replace a live experience no, with a live Instagram not. show. It's just not, it's not no, the same. No, it's not the thing. same. Yeah. yeah. So I know. It's definitely not the same. Even for the artist too, because it's yeah. just so hard for you to say what you want to say. And then it's just, it, it has to be simple in yeah. no matter what. Like you can't have the production. You can't have, you know, all of the things that you you would want to mm. do to, you know, express yourself. Also, everybody's attention span is so so short. Right. And like you have to capture them like within, you know, like it's not like having them here in front of you where you can, you know, perform and sing and emote your, you know. Yeah, there is nothing like a live performance. Mm-mm. It's a whole different, Mm-mm. it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, it's almost like as if you were just recording a bunch of videos, which is, yeah. you know, such a, it's it's so much more, um, I guess for an artist, it would be so much more sterile and like less, you know, there is no moment. It's just very, yeah. you know, you have to kind of know what you're doing because you have three minutes to do it or whatever, right. you know. Right. I mean, I think, I feel happy for the people that have been able to, maintain what they do during it but um i was just wondering for you because i know a lot of what your music coincides so well with visual with yeah art. exactly so yeah. i think for you it's actually it might not be a terrible thing just for the fact that your music lends itself to the beautiful art you know mm. it's it's just kind of it's a it's a really nice marriage mm-hmm. um mm. of you know i whenever you post anything it's it's very powerful. It's not just like, you know, you're not just posting you doing your hair or, you know, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm getting ready to go in the studio. It's like no, no. you post like some really deep art that you go, okay, what is Amy trying to say here? You know, <laughs> and it's, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm in, like I said, I'm in awe. I love the new music and I'm really excited to hear the the new stuff that you have. Are you working with the same people or are you working with um, new people? I'm working with new people at the moment. You know, I'm always trying, like, I'm forever trying to kind of grow as a writer and I love collaborating and I like writing with people that know nothing about where I'm coming from sonically and vice versa because then you get some really interesting uh, results with that. And with the first album I wrote with, a great team who I adore. Where did it take me that writing? It was New York, London, LA. Where else did I end up? I went somewhere else as well. And I just, it was kind of like this traveling experience of this like whole album where I got to basically kind of get influenced by all different types of people in different places. And I loved that. Yeah, kind I love of that felt too. like a real journey. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping there's a similar experience where I get to travel a bit with this. So um, I think hopefully London in a couple of months, which will be good. And um, But I'm also really happy, you know, doing all of that stuff here as well. There's such great writers in L.A. And um, so I've been pretty Where lucky. Where have you been recording? I've been recording with friends mainly at their home setups and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. These Through days the, you don't really yeah, need to go to a recording yeah. studio, right? Everybody's got their everything at, yeah. at, at their fingertips it's in their so house. so true. I mean, you know, there's a time and a place for an amazing you know, old school setup, you know, for instance, if you're recording live drums and stuff like that, yeah. or acoustics, you need a certain atmosphere for that for sure. But yeah, everyone's home setups now are ideal. Right. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty cool. crazy. And that's what I, I always feel like Barb and I always talk about this, like we're so privileged to have 
musicians in our lives mm. because during all of this we can still I can still come down here and hear music all the time right. between Gilby and Frankie they're always playing so it's really nice and I'm sure your house was like that always music playing always oh yeah noise at full volume <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah TVs and TVs for sure. Everything's always going. That's so funny. Because everybody's deaf by now. Oh, 100%. (laughs) That's been going on for a long time. A long time. That's not new. Oh, my God. There's always like, our house is so loud. There's every TV is on in the house and every room in this house. Every light is on. The music is going. The studio is going. There's people coming in and out. It's like a, we call it the Clark Clown House because it's so ridiculous. I can't only imagine what your parties and 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 christmases and you guys you guys spend the kids spend a lot of christmases and stuff together we have over the years yeah Yeah, yeah. for sure i mean um especially whenever we can we try to we've done vacations and i mean zach was fortunate he's been with ozzy since he's seven 19 is when he got the gig so 30 wow. something years it's we've so been crazy right yeah you know, i mean really truly family not yeah not you yeah know, so it's yeah. it's um i think it's hilarious how that calls your mom mom <laughs> he's, he's well because she's you know she's been known to pull him by his ear out of oh yeah bars and oh yeah okay he's gotten in lots of trouble and she's <laughs> she's still the only woman that he listens to and that he's afraid yeah. of yeah he's like she might be less than five foot but i'm terrified of her <laughs> <laughs> so funny because like when I was working with your mom I didn't know Barb yet mm. and we were on a, a break for a second and I was sitting next to her and she's talking on the phone and she's yelling I think that's when they they both went to rehab together at one point your father and Zach your mom put them both in rehab oh fantastic <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder, if, wonder if she got a reduced rate <laughs> I don't know if you remember but it was when he like she put him in she put Zach in rehab and he literally jumped the wall in Malibu and escaped oh, within man. like it, less than I drove home from taking him and your mother was on the other end of the phone and she goes well that certainly didn't fucking last long yeah. and oh, I said dear. What happened? Yeah. And she goes, he escaped. <laughs> he escaped. He climbed the wall and some friend of, of Tommy Lee's picked him up walking on PCH. Of course. He had his guitar and his suitcase and he was walking. You know, oh she put them God. both in promises together. Those two, I mean, yeah, there's something else together. Uh, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, I have the biggest soft spot for Ozzy. I always will. But I just think that we've done a lot of life together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you enjoy touring? Uh, I do, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was born and then put on a bus. Right. Literally. So I'm like a, <laughs> I'm like a bus right. baby. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it's kind of just part of... It's part of your DNA. You don't know any different. normal to me yeah. in a lot of ways. So traveling, moving. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in retrospect, it's probably better for kids to have a little bit more stability. But I really enjoyed just seeing the world and meeting all yeah. kinds of people and the fast pace of it you know for a kid that's a blast yeah so, totally yeah i i don't i don't hate it but then again i you know i definitely do it a little differently than how i grew, grew up do you, are there ever moments where you know your parents have friends over that are just their friends but you're awestruck like is there anybody that has like knocked mm. your socks off meeting well yes and I'll never forget it. Uh, I was at Hugo's in West Hollywood with my dad because he used to go to AA meetings. I think it was on a Saturday or something. And then 
I can't remember how I ended up meeting up with him afterwards, uh, but I went to Hugo's with him after his meeting. And I grew up watching The Snowman, which I know isn't super popular in America, but for English children, every Christmas your parents put on The Snowman and it was this narrated animation by David Bowie. And mm. it was, you know, obviously for children. And it's this beautiful story. And um, I just loved it and I loved him. And I knew that he was also a musician and I used to love his music. And I just thought he was just this fascinating, magical person. And I remember sitting at this table at this restaurant and hearing him, hello, Ozzy. And I was like, oh my God, I know that voice. And I just remember like. And you knew the voice yeah. more than you knew oh, the face. 100%. <laughs> and I turn around, I look up and it's, and it's him. And he came over and said hello. And I just, for me, that was like a definitive memory where I was completely and utterly just speechless. And then as a teenager, I got to meet him again. I went to a show of his in New York because I was, you know, for me, he was it. Yeah. And he was just as wonderful Incredible. and magical and everything yeah. that you would expect. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really. That's a really good one. That's someone. David that Bowie. Out. I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anyone else. Um, not really. No. Not, not that I can think of where I, I was that impacted by it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's I think that's like, it, it always fascinates me because, you know, you grow up around them. You grow up around all these, you know, amazing people and you grow up around all these musicians and you have opportunities that most people don't have mm -hmm. to meet and get to know a lot of these mm. guys and gals. I, I, I always ask Frankie that I'm like, is there a, what did you think when you met Sansa? She's like, oh my God, oh my God. You have you to know? hope that they're like yeah. that, you know, that, that yeah. you are happy to meet your heroes because sometimes it's not always you know somebody yeah. that you would hope they would be but that's that, always, David I, Bowie that that would be up there for me I, oh, I yeah. never had the opportunity to meet him I did sit next to Kate Bush at a Prince concert on a school night with my nanny once I think my, my parents <laughs> there, there, there's like a there's that's like a double hysterical. whammy yeah um, there's a lot going on there my mom was quite lenient you know she'd let us do things that most parents probably wouldn't because I think she obviously wanted a cheer us up when my parents had to be away so much and so she let me go on a school night with my nanny to see Prince in London and how uh, rad is yeah, that and I sat next to Kate Bush and my because my nannies were always really cool and they'd teach me all about music and stuff and so I'd learn all the, all the cool interesting artists uh -huh. from them and stuff and so she was like look look who it is and I just remember thinking oh my god like it's really her because, you know, she had all these amazing visuals with the red ballet shoes and this yeah, thing for a little right. girl. It was just like heaven, you know? Yeah. So, it's wow, funny. I that's don't really think cool. people would realize that Sharon is much more of the pushover as a parent. Ozzy's... Oh, yeah, he's He tough. can be really? conservative oh, and yeah. strict. Like, mm. Zach, too, people don't think that about him either. But Ozzy is very traditional in some respects as a father, like as far as like wanting them to, like school was very important to him. And so he always, oh, the best thing I could ever do is pay for them to have an education or for them to go yeah. to school. And yeah. like when Jesse, Jesse's his godson. And when Jesse decided not to continue on and go to med school, he constantly was calling Jesse, you're going to med school, I'll fucking pay for it, you're going, you're going. And it's just like so funny. Jesse was like, my dad doesn't care that I don't go to medical school. Why do you care? He's like, I want you to be a doctor. Don't get in this business. This business <laughs> is shit, you know? Yeah. But he was conservative too of like not wanting you guys to get hurt. Sharon's most more careful with Sharon you. doesn't yeah. say no very often. <laughs> oh, I mean, if he saw 
me with a stitch of makeup on as a teen, anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get upstairs and wipe that off right now. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I remember I was going to a friend's party one summer in England and I had shorts on and t-shirt and he, I saw him like freeze and he looked at my mom and they went and whispered somewhere and my mom came in and she's like, your dad thinks those shorts are too short. You have to go upstairs. <laughs> He's like, like, uh, that's like, what I'm saying. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think. People but, wouldn't think that, but he is. He's very much, even when I I was pregnant with Haley Ray and I loved all these. I mean, obviously, I have Hendrix and I have Sabbath. Well, Ray, you know why he's like that? Because he knows what guys are looking at. He knows what they're <laughs> I like. I think deep down inside, though, he has that side of him, you well, know, like a proper English. English. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember when I was pregnant with Haley Ray, I loved all these like super odd names or names that you've never heard of. And every name that I came up with, Zach would tell Ozzy and he would be like, no, sounds like a movie star. Sounds like a no. And, you know, your names are, you know, Jessica Lewis, Amy, Kelly and Jack, like yeah. very traditional. Yeah. yeah. You know, he didn't name his kid, you know, Zoe Bowie. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Like Dweezil. And <laughs> it was funny because when I got pregnant with Hendrix, I was in my 30s then. And I said, Ozzy. I'm naming this baby Hendrix and I don't care if you say you don't like it. And he goes, no, that's a really cool name. I was like, thank God. because <laughs> we, Sharon named Haley Ray and Ozzy named Jesse uh -huh. because he kept saying to me, if you have a boy, John Michael's a really nice name. And I was like, here, Dad, that's your bloody name. Yeah, that's, that's why you <laughs> like it. <laughs> and, well, and Jesse is Jesse John Michael, but I didn't want, I wanted to name him Osborne and call him Ozzy. And he was like, you can't use my surname. That is odd. People will think I'm the father. I'm like, okay, Ozzy. And he goes, and then Sharon said, what about Jesse? John Michael and that's so that's Je but Ozzy's very yeah. conservative like you yeah. wouldn't expect that how was him. he when you started dating because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know how Gilby was with Frankie oi well I wasn't I mean I was I wasn't a bad kid like that like I, mm -hmm. I and I was always really picky I was you know very slow entering into that world um yeah. but he was okay I mean he didn't I think he honestly at that point was like what I don't know is not going to send me in even more insane. So he kind of stayed out of all of that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, That's how Gilby is. He doesn't want to know. I do remember being really young and I got kind of involved with a musician who was up and coming at the time. He was also really young. And I know he was not. I remember yeah, and I know exactly yeah, who yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. He about. He was not happy about that at all. <laughs> that, was, that was the only time I really remember him being like, absolutely not <laughs> um, but then of course my mom used to sneak me to the shows and this and that I mean you know yeah yeah very naughty yeah yeah that's so yeah, funny that's, that's how it is though I think the same with us is like you know I'm kind of softer with Frankie where Gilby's more like the disciplinarian no not in our house yeah Zach is just well, the your fun house. time yeah Zach's always that I mean Zach definitely is conservative as far as like you would think he'd be all about rough and tumble with the boys and I remember one time Jesse came home and said one of the dads is organizing a rugby team can I play rugby and Zach was like absolutely not you'll smash your face you'll end up you know with stitches or whatever but other than that Zach is kind of like you know trouble he mm -hmm. likes to get them in trouble. he likes to yeah. be naughty with them I'm more the disciplinarian yeah. and Zach couldn't give two hoots about school he's just like Sabbath you want to quit school and come on the road with me I'm like he's nine years old no, <laughs> no. and Sabbath's already a handful so so I'm so excited to hear your new music and to hear mm -hmm. what else do you have go what else what what else is on the horizon for you Miss Amy I think 
for me, now that things seem to be opening up a bit, mm-hmm. I never say going back to normal anymore because I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I'm just really career orientated right now and just writing as much as I can and wanting to really push that forward. I, you know, like everyone else, I kind of feel like we just had two years taken away. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's kind so of so true. Just trying to acclimate. And process that and just keep it moving, push it forward. So, yeah, it was funny. I was going to say before when you were talking about kind of wanting to go do your own thing and and not really wanting to, ready to put it out there. You're a Virgo and you're very much a Virgo because yeah. Virgos oh, yeah, don't she is, huh? Virgos don't let the world know anything about them yeah. until no, it's perfect. It, oh yeah. yeah, and it's never it's perfect, perfect enough, is it? So that's <laughs> that's, that's where it, it can get stuck. The perfectionist yeah. thing. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it definitely will keep you hidden for a bit because of that so it's funny interesting so barb and i talk a lot about beauty and Mm. beauty products and Mm -hmm. stuff like that your skin is insane oh thank you is it never seen sun as you always Um, wear sunblock yeah i'm always pretty careful with that my mom really my mom was a amazing example for self-care i mean she really takes care of herself and she's very feminine in that way and um I learned a lot from her and so I I did listen to that Mm -hmm. you know there are times where I wish I could be a little bit less uh concerned with that stuff and just go lay out by the pool like everyone else but (laughs) yeah it's I think long term you kind of pay pretty hard for that you do you do (laughs) (laughs) no but she's just always been yeah, I mean, Absolutely just gorgeous. gorgeous skin. What's your uh, What's your routine like? What do you have any products that you love? Mm, I'm trying to think of products, I really I love uh, a really close friend of mine has a company called Agent Nature, and she has the most incredible. That's products. your friend. I love the Gen- de- yeah, yeah, Jenna. Love yeah, the- she's amazing. She's- that's the deodorant that I turned you on to too. Is one that's the first product by them that mm-hmm. I um, because it's all natural, no aluminum. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And her skin products are incredible, and you know she's really put everything into it she goes to all ends of the earth to find the most pure incredible ingredients and I find those products really effective I think too it's a lot to do with what you actually are putting in your body (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I try and Mm -hmm. I try and keep it clean and you know I try and take care of myself because you know if there's one thing my parents taught me whether they (laughs) realize it or not is that everything that you do today will affect how you feel tomorrow and so I'm always Absolutely. big picture thinking because it is not fun when you start to lose grasp of your health. Like there is, no, yeah. doesn't matter how successful you are, mm-hmm. how, all the money in the all world, the money in the world. Help. And so you know, I I've seen a lot of people growing up that have paid really hard for that, and I, I really try and to respect their process and what they've been through with that by not maybe doing that for myself. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I uh, I really try and be mindful of that stuff, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of pretty bad health issues as well so I think when you go through things like that you realize the value and the importance of of when you do feel good how important that is to maintain so I'm mm-hmm. always I'm always trying to do that I you know I read a bunch of stuff on integrative health and you know different diets and this and that so I'm kind of nerdy in that in, in that respect yeah I noticed you walked in with your big old jug of water yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any products that are typical like is is it the agent nature what you use on a daily basis or yeah. is there anything else yeah. that you can't live without do you still use lancer products uh yeah sometimes i mean i'm also my skin is also really sensitive as well so i have to be careful and because i'm you know s- stubborn sometimes i think oh i could this is fine i'll use this scrub and i'll friggin remove 
two layers of skin and yeah. like <laughs> remember I was telling you about um Amy with Sonia Dakar she was yeah. just too aggressive for your thin skin yeah, and it yeah. was just my skin doesn't do well with her stuff either yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't mind her products but she's aggressive at you know doing facials or whatever Uh, and like less there's one thing that I've learned even though I don't actually like it because I'm I like to be a bit of a mad scientist and try all kinds of things but less is more right is absolutely so I try and remind myself of that I love biologique research Mm, yeah this French line I'm sure I'm saying it wrong and then um I also like Augustina's beta Uh as well yeah Yeah, we love Um, that you know I, I, I wish all this stuff wasn't so expensive it's very expensive <laughs> it, it is very expensive yeah, yeah. and then what else i love the augustinus beta mm. we're gonna we're we're we may be able to have him or one of the scientists on yeah that would be um, awesome yeah so oh yeah super he's excited. he's in germany augustinus yeah i have a friend yeah. that works with him and invested in his company and actually spoken to him i think through email a couple of times he's fantastic yeah really interesting really incredible with the stem cells oh yeah fascinating stuff yeah and and just the products are just great really nice stuff and then what else trying to think of other stuff that i like to use what about health-wise like supplements or anything or is there anything that you you work out yeah I, i always try and do something every day even if it's for 15 minutes. Um, I love Pilates. I swear by that. Me too. We were just talking about that. Live and I die for Pilates. What else? Use the Reformer? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I done that for so years. Um, I grew up doing a lot of ballet quite intensely. So it's not a lot of the, I guess, mechanics behind that are very similar. So it's kind of like a, like a natural transition for me. And then another line that's much more affordable and really effective is Walida. What is it? Walida. Walida. Oh, okay. Um, absolutely love their stuff. Uh, I don't know. They have it at Whole Foods. It it's fantastic. Get it on, get mm-hmm. it online as well. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm always trying to remind myself: less is more. Less is more. Yeah. Right now, we're like in a world where it's just like every time you open Instagram or magazine or anything, there's so much stuff. Oh my god! It's, there's <laughs> it's always something un- new. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have so many. Like Barb and I are always going through all these different products for the show because we want to try and let people know about new stuff. But there's so much new stuff. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. And so many things are supposed to be doing to prevent this, and then yeah. you just kind of get to a point where. Are you good about like taking your makeup off before you go to bed? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm a lot better now than I was, but you know, it's. <laughs> oh, little, believe me, we all we all were bad back then. It's a little bit of like a no meaning like OCD wise. I was definitely a bit of like not like a germaphobe to the point where I couldn't leave the house, but oh, okay. I could see how it probably could have uh, yeah headed that way had I let it. So yeah. I was I've always been really strict with that stuff. I don't yeah. think I could sleep properly knowing that I didn't have all that stuff off my body (laughs) it is crazy too though when you wash your face and then you go to wash it like to see and you still have stuff on your face yeah it's like i've only found only a couple of products that really completely clean your skin because i have really sensitive skin too so i have to be careful i can't really scrub it yeah yeah what i like to do is i this is my new thing because i wear a lot of eye makeup so what i like to do is i like to take a makeup wipe first Take everything off with a makeup wipe. Then I wash my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that works a lot better. Yeah. Because Lord knows I've stained so many hotel towels (laughs) (laughs) with all my black eyeshadow. So funny. (laughs) One of the other questions that Daniela and I like to ask when we have guests is what do you love most about yourself? Hmm. 
probably I have and always have had, it, it's so funny because as a small child, even at school, I would always be the one put in charge of helping the sick kid in the class. Mm. So I remember I had this little friend growing up. She was born with a, a heart condition. So she would have episodes where, you know, she'd be in discomfort and her little lips would turn blue and she was just the sweetest little girl. And I, my job was to help her. Kind of started there. And then in summer camp, my parents would send me, I would somehow end up in the same role with the kid that, you know, had some type of difference to other kids. And so I've always had this kind of very nurturing and just this natural ability to want to help others. Mm. So I think that's something that I really like about myself. Although, again, it has a flip side and then you can kind of just be too much of a caretaker and neglect your own self-care mm -hmm. sometimes. So I've had mm -hmm. to reel that in a little bit. But I think, everything's a balance. Yeah, everything's a balance. So I think naturally leaning towards being more of a caretaker and a nurturer is, is a good thing to have. Yeah, that's lovely. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. So tell our listeners how they could hear ARO and um, all your Do you call it ARO or is it the yeah, yeah. yeah. Instagram, um, it's Arrow, Arrow underscore official music and then Spotify says Arrow. And yeah, they have a YouTube channel as well under the same name and hopefully in the next three months new stuff's coming out so super exciting yeah, yeah. i'm so bummed because your mom invited me one time to come see you play that's the showcase that we went yeah to. You were and i didn't get somewhere. a chance yeah i didn't get a chance to go so i was really well hopefully out. i think i'm hoping this year we can play some shows yeah, yeah it'd be fun yeah it would be fun i think like outdoor venues are really good right now you know yeah just like, yeah you know and anywhere that has like a cool like patio or anything outdoors would be nice that you know? would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're I oh, well, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say it. I I I'm hope I'm hopeful more so now than I've been in a while as far as like everything opening up, like really opening up. Yeah. And, but I mean, I don't I think we're just got to I think we have to learn to live with live it. Live with it. Yeah. yeah. Go go yeah. cuz it's unsustainable to keep shutting yeah. everything down like this. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know. Totally. It's I a lot. Yeah, otherwise we're never going to have any sense of life you know no. it's like you can't you can't live we can't live like that forever so right i think it'll end up being like like the flu where mm -hmm. maybe every year we'll have to get a shot or something but yeah you know i'm hopeful that we'll get back to it i hope so too yeah because i'm i've been having parties of my own in my own path did you see what i, I need my husband to get out of the house <laughs> yeah well <laughs> Me too. Did you see what I posted, by the way, last night? I no. took a bath. Some My girlfriend, Stacy bought me a disco ball for my bathtub. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, I need that. Okay, I need, I need that. Yeah, I need to get one for Sharon. <laughs> disco, I had a bath. I had a disco in my bathtub last night. This that is, is what is that's fantastic. To. I Baby, see it. freaking awesome. I want a bathtub I disco. Actually have, <laughs> I actually have an amazing bath related gift for you and for your mom, because your mom's a bath person. She is. Too. Yeah, she is. And I almost brought it today, but I really want to save it for your birthday, which is only in two weeks. So I have, yes. to, I have to wait for your birthday. But yes, you've got to start we'll do it soon. Yeah, I did not stuff. see the. I need the. I need the disco ball in the bathtub. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so fun. Okay. Well, thank you, Amy. Thank Amy, you this was thank so you. cool. Love thank you. you for coming and hanging with us. Thank you. It was lovely. Chit yeah, let us know when you have shows. I want to go. You are just so beautiful. So thank lovely. You. Okay. Well. Check Amy out. Check out her music. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Honest AF with the lovely Amy Osborne. And if you have any 
topics or products or procedures or anything you want us to chit chat about, hit us up on our socials. Honest AF show is our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Honestafshow.com is our website. Until next time, take care. Bye, Bye. everybody. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.